Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. It's another Well-Being Wednesday here at Consumers Energy, and I'm your host, Bill Krieger. Today, my guest is Hannah Hargis. She's a field investigator here at Consumers Energy. So, Hannah, if you'd introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started. Thank you, Bill. I have been with Consumers Energy since 2013, and I have spent my entire career in the corporate security department in a couple of different roles. I started out in uh, corporate security administration initially and kind of helped with some of our policies and processes and procedures. And then I ended up moving into the field investigator role in 2014. I'm currently working on finishing my master's degree in emergency management and homeland security, which I hope to kind of just help enhance my role here at the company. Um, I am married. I have one dog. He's a rescued pit bull. So big into dogs and horses and family time over here. And um, that's uh, that's kind of my background. All right. So a little off topic, but you said horses in um, my, so my daughter uh, shows horses. She does quarter horses. What, what sort of, uh, do you show horses? So I don't show anymore, but I was big into 4-H in my younger years. I actually started riding when I was 11 at a, it was actually a therapeutic riding stable for special needs kids and adults. And I had wanted a horse since I was a kid and a woman moved in next door to my parents' house and had 14. So my dad walked over and asked if I could clean her horse stalls in exchange for some riding lessons. And uh, not only did I start learning how to ride and showing in 4-H, but I got the opportunity to work with a variety of, of children and adults with special need, needs, which was a really great learning opportunity for me and, and really expanded my horizons as a young person about you know, what people are struggling with. Well, and that's, I mean, that's a great story in and of itself. It's, you know, my, uh, both of my daughters kind of the same thing, really loved horses uh, and discovered that there was a, uh, a place down the road from us. And one summer they would pack their lunches and ride their bikes down there and clean out stalls in exchange for lessons. And, you know, they showed in 4-H as well. But the, the one thing that I, I learned by watching that was all the life lessons that just working in a stable and being around horses can teach. And it sounds like maybe you got some of that same experience. Absolutely. There's a lot of character building that goes into horsemanship. And, you know, it takes a, a lot of work to care for a horse, a lot of responsibility. And I learned a ton about you know, just care and first aid and, you know, how to, how to work with large animals. And it was a really great experience for me. And, and my sister got involved in it as well. So it really kind of became a family activity. My poor parents spent a lot of weekends at horse shows on Mother's Day and Father's Day and in all kinds of weather conditions, but it was a wonderful experience to grow up and really kind of learn hard work at a young age. And I, I loved every minute of it. And uh, what was it like to work with special special needs children around horses, and um, how did you see those interactions? So initially, I started out, you know, at the age of eleven, and my primary primary job was just, you know, brushing the horses, grooming them before the classes started, uh, getting them tacked up for the riders. Um, so I, I led the horses during the classes, or I would assist as a sidewalker, which is just walking next to the horse and kind of assisting the rider 
with, uh, you know, maybe hanging on to the reins or doing some puzzles, um, you know, maybe somebody that needed a little bit more assistance or had some stability issues. So I got to work in a number of different roles. And after I was there for a few years, I actually had the opportunity to ride with some of the special needs kids, um, you know, that couldn't even sit up by themselves. So I really got to act in a variety of roles, which was really cool for me. Um, and, and every individual is different and, and has different skills and abilities. And it was really neat for me to kind of learn each of those situations um, and to help out you know, a number of different people. And, and I still keep in touch with many of them today. I, I went on to care for some in their homes while their families were out of town. So I developed a lot of really special relationships with people over the years from that facility. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for sharing that with uh, with me and with the audience. Just something that uh, I didn't know about you in the conversations that we had. So I appreciate that. So it sounds like you did uh, horses in 4-H uh, for a while, went to high school, then went on to get your criminal justice degree. Uh, so did you come right from college to Consumers Energy or what was your pathway to consumers? Great question. So I actually started out in nursing in high school. I attended the Capital Area Career Center and I was in the health occupations program. And through that program, there was a sort of a class club Health Occupation Students of America, where you could pick a subject matter area and kind of study it throughout the year and then participate in regional, state, and potentially national competitions. So I've always been interested in forensics, and that's what I picked both my junior and senior year just to study with one of my, my classmates. And we actually ended up making it to nationals during my senior year, and we we'd placed first in the nation. So it was kind of at that point where I thought, I really like this. You know, we, we've been studying it. I've kind of got a, a basic grasp for some of the concepts. And I thought maybe that's something that I wanted to pursue for my career. So I was a certified nursing assistant by the time I graduated high school. Uh, but I actually decided I was going to kind of deviate courses and go into criminal justice. So I ended up attending Michigan State University for kind of the second half of my undergrad. Initially started at LCC with just kind of some basic courses. Um, but once I transferred to Michigan State, I started working for the Department of Police and Public Safety on campus and met a lot of great contacts in law enforcement and, uh, you know, worked as a police cadet for a couple of years. So I got exposed to a lot of different um, you know, law enforcement related work, which I enjoyed as well. So through that opportunity, I saw an internship posting at Consumers and that experience kind of helped me get my foot in the door in the corporate security department. So I did come right out of school. Um, you know, I was here for about a year as an intern and kind of hung around until there was an opening and I got super lucky to, to grab that opening in 2014. Well, and what's interesting is that many times when I talk to people on the podcast, their story starts out right around an internship at Consumers. So it's good to hear that those internships do turn into actual jobs as people complete their internship. Yes, they are the most coveted of all internships you can get, I think. 
That's what I hear. So I'm, 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 I'm glad that uh, you're, you're a living example of that. So many times when we think about uh, corporate security or investigations, uh, we think about that seasoned, uh, retired uh, police officer, a police officer that had a, a long career and wanted to do something different. But your story is so much different from that. So what attracted you? Uh, not only did you have the criminal justice degree, but what really attracted you to corporate security at a utility? So interestingly enough, I actually didn't know positions like this existed before I got my internship here. So it, it really wasn't anything that was ever on my radar. I was thinking of going to the academy and getting my MCOL certification, but this internship was so good and I just couldn't pass up the opportunity to be able to stay on here at Consumers. So really, I mean, it, it kind of all fell into place and I'm very, very fortunate that it did. Um, so yeah, my story is a lot different from the rest of my team. I work with a lot of great retired law enforcement professionals with a ton of experience. Uh, and it's kind of cool too, just to see that our department does have that variety of skill set and background. And I think it makes our team a lot stronger to have that. Well, I would agree because I, I think, uh, that the, uh, law enforcement professional brings a lot to the table, like you said, with that experience. Uh, but I think that having someone without that background brings a second set of eyes or maybe a different uh, philosophy to that whole investigation process. Has that been your experience? Absolutely, yes. That's something that my team has been focused on, too, just kind of changing the perception that employees and contractors have of our group. Um, you know, oftentimes we're, th we're thought of as the enforcers and kind of these rough interactions with corporate security and, and negative interactions, if you will. Uh, so that's been really important to our team to kind of change that perception and, and kind of show what all we can bring to the table, which has been, you know, a process, but a really good process at that just to kind of help people understand that we're here to help understand what our role is, uh, change that perception from enforcer and aggressiveness to really information gatherer and liaison, which is a huge part of our role uh, with both internal company stakeholders as well as external company stakeholders, uh, as well as law enforcement, and, and really just kind of changing that perception. So I want to back up on what you said. I like what you said there. So rather than an enforcement role, which many times as a law enforcement officer, that's your job is to enforce uh, rules and regulations. Whereas it seems like maybe corporate security, the job, like you said, is to gather information and maybe uh, provide opinion or um, you know provide facts. So I can see where those two things uh, are a little bit different, but uh, I think where they're the same is that we don't always see people on their best day, whether it's in law enforcement outside the company or it's in corporate security uh, within the company. Absolutely, yes. And and that is something that our team gets a lot of too. I commonly am asked, what is it that you guys actually do? Or it's common to hear when we go to a facility, oh, security's here, who's getting walked out today? Or maybe some assumptions that we're constantly sitting on our computers watching people on camera. And that's really what we're trying to change. And as you mentioned, a lot of our interactions can be because an incident happened or something negative happened. So we do try to take those situations and, and do that information gathering 
and kind of collect everything into one and then get it to the appropriate party, whether that's the legal department or people in culture. Um, and, and that's really our main role is to gather that evidence and support our internal and external customers. Something else you said too, Hannah, is uh, this, this wasn't even on your radar. So I know that when people think of working for a utility, consumers energy specifically, they think about putting wires in the air or pipes in the ground. Was that really your perception before you came to the company? It was, honestly, and I'd driven past thousands of substations and city gates in my lifetime, and I never paid attention to any of them. So, um, you know, it was totally different, the career opportunities that are available here once you get your foot in the door. Uh, really, just things you would never imagine. It's It's really an incredible place to work. Well, and for the audience listening out there, this is kind of an important message, and that is that, uh, you know, we have a lot of jobs that are very similar to uh, other uh, companies or other type of corporations that you might not think of, corporate security being one of them, uh, and all of the host of jobs that support our efforts when it comes to putting up wires or putting pipes in the ground. So, um, you know, thank you for sharing that part of your story as well. Now, I did want to ask, too, I, I have noticed, I, I've been here for a number of years, and I have noticed that a lot of our corporate security teams, especially in the investigation area, traditionally have been men. And so um, I wanted to get your take on what it's like to be a, a woman uh, in that particular job and how you see that changing as we go into the future. So it can be challenging to be a female in this field, but I am very blessed to have a great team of guys that are always really supportive and helpful of any anything I'm trying to do or work on. And whether that's, you know, participating in formal training or job shadowing my colleagues with a ton of experience, um, you know, I've had a ton of opportunities in this job to really learn and grow and of course, you know, there's challenges as there are with every job, but if you encounter a situation where maybe somebody underestimates you or doesn't think you're the right person for the job, that really is my motivation and my fuel to show people what I can bring to the table and just work as hard as I can to, um, you know, get to know people and have them get to know me as well. And sometimes that's employees and sometimes it's customers, but I think that's also one of the advantages of being a female in this role is I may come across as less of a threat or less aggressive in certain high stress situations. And I truly do think that that's an advantage in this role. So some great things there. It sounds like you have an, an amazing team that is willing to, uh, to help out and uh, also to listen. Uh, but it also sounds like you really, uh, if we think about our safety and inclusion tailboard, there's that part about assuming positive intent. Uh, and so when these things come up, it, it sounds like you don't take them personally uh, and you don't assume negative intent. You assume positive intent and you kind of go forward from there. I certainly try. And of course, it can be hard to do that sometimes. But I think just taking a step back and just looking at the situation at hand and getting in that one-on-one -on -one space with the other individual, whether it's a customer or an employee, I think that really helps kind of form a stronger relationship and get everybody on the same page. You were talking about uh, working towards your master's degree uh, as we were getting ready to uh, record this episode of the podcast. So you talk a little bit about uh, your degree 
what it's in and then how how is that going to help you here at consumers but also how's that going to help the consumers family when it comes to uh, investigations Sure. So my master's degree is in emergency management and homeland security. And one of the cool things about our role in corporate security is the number of groups that we work with, both within the company and outside of the company. Um, You know, we work very closely with legal, corporate compliance, emergency management, uh, people in culture, to name a few, as well as our core business, you know, service workers as well. Um, you know, and we work a lot with external partners such as the MIOC, the Michigan Intelligence Operations Center, um, other utilities, DTE, ITC, Board of Water and Light. And I think just kind of broadening my horizons uh, will help with some of those liaison roles, both inside and outside of the company. So, you know, I don't see myself moving to another role once I'm, I'm done with this program, but I am excited just to continue applying it to the work I do today. And I didn't realize all of the outside coordination that goes on with our corporate security team. Can you talk to that a little bit? I'm, I, uh, I I spent time in the Michigan National Guard, so I'm familiar with the MIOC and, and some of the other uh, entities that you talked about. Uh, so what kinds of situations would we be in where we're making those coordinations? Sure. So we do a lot of information sharing with MIOC, and they share with us as well when there's incidents maybe Im- impacting the greater utility network that could impact consumers as well. Uh, If you're familiar with the Enbridge incident that occurred a week or two ago with the uh, Line 5 valve being shut uh, in Vassar, that's an incident that we information shared on with the MIOC. So that's a really helpful partnership for our team, just sort of staying ahead of the loop and looking at some incoming intelligence for maybe person. Uh, potential security or safety issues that could impact our company, our core business, our employee safety. So we do stay up on that stuff, which is is very helpful. We also work a lot with local, state, and even federal law enforcement when we do have incidents that impact our company. Um, we assist other agencies. You know, at times, if our cameras have caught some crime taking place or maybe a serious vehicle accident. We do work through our legal partners and the law enforcement agencies to help those agencies as well. So we kind of have a really unique role. Um, You know, we get to have just many small interactions with a very large group and a large variety of, of stakeholders. Well, in the, and I know that uh, earlier this year, there was a pipeline that was shut down to the East Coast, which caused a lot of problems. And I think that our infrastructure can be a target of uh, cyber criminals as well. So that's all areas that you work in? So I work in the physical security side, but in my greater organization, we do have a very advanced group of cyber professionals that handle that side of the business, but our teams do partner together and information share as well when we have incidents that might involve both sides of the, the physical and cyber security group. All right. So a lot more to corporate security than I even knew. And and again, I've been here for a couple of years. So uh, it just goes to show you there's always something new that you can learn. And I appreciate you sharing all of that with myself and with the audience to kind of give everyone a better idea of what uh, our corporate security folks do as well as um, field investigations. There's a whole lot of other things that go on. And uh, we are kind of coming towards the end of the podcast. Time flies 
quickly when you're having fun, if you ask me. I hope you're still having fun. Um, I am. But before we go, Hannah, is there anything that you would like to share with the audience? Sure. I think just a good thing to remember for anybody at any point in their career or at any type of career, whether it's at consumers or elsewhere, is really just to remember if there's something that you think you can't do or somebody has made you think you can't do something, or even if you're like me, you can be your own worst critic. Uh, the most important thing is just to keep learning, putting the effort in each day, even when you don't feel like it, and just push yourself to to do better and to grow. Um, between that and treating people with respect goes a long ways. And, you know, really is something I have to remind myself too, as you get personal and work stressors. Um, but that's something that that I think is really important and that I kind of hold close to me. Well, Hannah, thank you for sharing that with the audience and uh, hope that the uh, folks out there see that there's a lot more to a utility than uh, just what we see as typical utility work. And then also even within some of those uh, job fields uh, that that it does expand out to a lot more than maybe we think it does. And uh, wishing you great luck on your uh master's degree i know you're working on your capstone project right now and that'll be coming to a close soon and look forward to maybe having you come on and talk a little bit more about what you do here at consumers thank you bill it was a pleasure speaking with you and a big thank you to the audience for listening in today remember we can be found on all major podcasting platforms so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and now you can check us out on facebook at me you us podcast where you'll find out all the latest information about the podcast including the newest episodes and previous episodes that you may have missed so be sure to go out to at me you us podcast on facebook like and follow our page and you'll get all the latest information and as always join us every well-being wednesday as we talk about the things that impact your personal well-being